Like, tell me why I'm listening to the radio at work today telling me tomorrow it's due to snow. I couldn't. If someone pull I couldn't. If my husband plays around, I'm going to sit on your head. I couldn't breathe. My neck is my neck is breaking. My skull is clearly cracked. The benefit of coming here is the fact that you the education will always be a star. Yeah. Like there's no question about it. Like you you have some of the best lecturers in the world. Have done anything to to upset me to do me wrong. It's just a, like okay, I like this type of vibe. They're giving me this type of vibe. In the name of witchcraft. Back to the life of a Kenya that's never in Kenya today, and my sister. Let me let me read a bit of the the intro. Talented second mother, thank you. My best friend, thick and thin. That's you. That's your intro. Best friend. Thank you. <laughs> but not thinking about that time when I was. No, it's okay. Never mind. Anywho, what are your top three childhood memories? The first one that comes to mind where I taught you how to walk. That was the day I knew I was a very important person in your life. <laughs> I wish I could tell you I, could, I remember, but... Uh... I know you don't remember. It was in that car whole, old house. And then you were in that car, that thing where you well, put the baby yeah. in. And then it has like um, wheels. And then I was like, I, this one is too old now. Yeah. So I took you out. <laughs> like five steps then i caught you then you yeah. did like another five steps i said the people know how important i am in this girl's life you she doesn't even know herself do you remember those times remember those times like cow and chicken to come at like midnight to 1 a.m the lights are switched off then we get on the floor <laughs> and we're running behind the sofas <laughs> and then we sit on the tv and then we sit down then we couldn't even watch but with the volume. We couldn't even watch it like two. <laughs> I remember one time we went, and it was one party. That's what finished. I didn't have any sense of time. And I was upset. So we finished at 12 30. We were there at one party. Oh, no. <laughs> remember, DSTV would stop showing cartoons at like a certain time. The show is available as people. We've just done Mission Impossible. <laughs> so y'all would rather wake up at 12 a.m. to just watch Khan Chicken? Yes. Oh yeah, when dad used to come home from work and then we would be doing something like watching cartoon or eating dinner. Then we hear the, the lights of the party. We'd hear the lights. Can't hear lights. Chill pain. We'd see the lights of the car. And then the the sound of the door closing. Mm-hmm. And then tell me why we're we're jumping underneath the the dining table. Or behind the chairs. Or behind the chairs. I think he doesn't know where we are. We've been doing it for many those years. For those days it's been a bad mood. <laughs> Disappointment. I remember we'd, we'd be under the, the table. And we'll be touching the bottom of his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, 
it made me think. There were other kids like me. Are we the problem? <laughs> or even when, even when mom went to Germany and she came, and and when mom went to Germany and then she came back, tell me why we said let's hide behind behind the sofa. At our big ages, at our big ages of eighteen, I was in thirteen. Honestly. <laughs> I think those are the but I think we have a problem. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely the problem. Um sharing some wide wise words from you that I think everyone should hear. Some words that have really stuck with okay. stuck with me. Come and write a book. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so number one. Also, explain mm. your reasoning behind them, but let's get... Let's okay, get let me try and remember. All right, so mm-hmm. number one. Pam, the main character of your own story, and not the side character of someone else's. Some characters oh, are there for one season. Some are there for the next. Others, they're just there for the finale. What do you need me to explain? No, yeah. you don't need to explain. Let's go next. The next one you taught me is love isn't... No, love is conditional. You also taught me boundaries, even between you and me, which I didn't understand before that. So that's how I learned that. Mm, mm. You can't love you can't love someone the same way you love someone else. Like, like you can't love you. It's still it's still love, but you can't like you need to love someone the way they want to be loved. Mm. It's not the way because I can love you the way I think I want to be loved. Me by yeah. myself, I'm like. Okay, I'll buy, I'll buy you flowers because I want flowers. And then I give you the flowers. You're like, why are you giving me flowers? Yes, I was actually thinking about that the other day, and that's why I actually thought about this because I remember like there was a time in my life where like someone would buy me gifts or like many gifts. But I remember it was I think it was one celebratory thing, and it was a lot of gifts. But it was like. And then I just realized, I don't even think this person really knows me. Not out of ill intent, but like, that's not how I want to be loved. Like, I'm not someone of many gifts. and like, But then when somebody else who was different in my life, that genuinely knew me, bought me a gift, it was like, even till today, I'm like, wow, this gift really means something. And it wasn't a lot. But the person who bought, mm. like, mass gifts, I was like, do you even know me? Which felt like, mm. at the time, it was like, you almost ghastly to believe that you're wrong for feeling bad that this person bought you gifts that you didn't even want. No, it's not about feeling bad. It's just it's something that you have to grow to understand. Like even in our house, dad's always the one that you give hugs to. Mm. But with mom, she wants quality time, yeah. so she'll take us out for coffee. Yeah. So you're seeing like the different love languages. So it oh, it starts in your own house, mm. and then you have to to learn how to do it in in relationships with. With, with your partner and then relationships with your friends and even relationships with your colleagues because at the end of the day some things you can't just be saying to everybody you know who to say things to <laughs> like some people are just waiting for you to say something and they're like eh. oh. <laughs> and then to them it's like hallelujah <laughs> he said it he said he it said it a lot of people when you watch especially like romance movies mm. or like you see friendships on the internet or you see things on the internet you just think oh wow these people just love each other so much mm. but what is love you have to learn it because because they there's some they can be something that you you love and appreciate about someone and then there's also some things that they do that upset you is it their fault 
sometimes yeah they could say something that hurts you but then sometimes it's just who they are so that's mm-hmm. why it means that love is not unconditional you have to put the effort if you don't put in the effort there's no love yeah. that's how people get bored or how relationships end obviously there's other factors in why relationships end why friendship ends yeah. but sometimes it's like the Kenyans who are living abroad who are no longer in contact with their friends back home because people aren't putting in the effort to to continue talking to them yeah and where's the love in that you can say oh yeah we can be those friends who like talk after like a year mm-hmm. <laughs> are you the same person you are last year <laughs> you are compared to last year because i know i'm not yeah there's nothing holding you down like, there's no pillar for you to lean back on because if you're leaning back on air you'll fall it's like if you lean back on air you will fall you need like you need like a, a shoulder to lean on like there are all these things that you need to think about in order yeah. to say i love this person yeah then this also but, went yeah. into the next thing family isn't supposed to be easy and family not just friendships not just physical family like both like blood family then also extended family then chosen family friends then also relationships and all that it's not supposed to be easy no when we think about we think about a b c d those people of a b c d <laughs> do you love them <laughs> It's well, just... by genetics inside chromosome 14 there's love for genetic tribes that right? one i deleted <laughs> <laughs> i got surgically removed i don't know, I don't know that's chromosome chromosome 14 <laughs> about like extended family and you're supposed to love these people what time do you have to love them when you see them once a year you know because like with jazz because he's namibian so he's herero mm. and in the herero tribe they take the, the tribe very seriously if you're herero yeah. you come together for like meetings yeah like if something happens in the family it's like a loyalty thing mm. where they'll do something and just because of loyalty and because because of the because they the Germans killed their tribe and they killed this you know there was like a genocide mm. in Namibia mm. and they've only it's like a baby country they only got their independence just the other day so like very heavy on keeping the the tribal connections and the family connections mm. and sometimes I see him and he's talking to me the second cousin of the third auntie's mother's daughter's uncle's child I'm like huh? <laughs> what are you talking to them about and then he's like because we have to keep close and we have to stay a tribe and we have to stay family. Mm. And it makes me think, block! Because in my head, I'm no. like, block! Like, you know when it was survival of the fittest, it was different. Like, if you didn't have someone... Yeah, because Omega, for them it was survival. Yeah, yeah for them it's survival. Still surviving. But like, I don't know, because it's weird if you compare it to the essay. Like, everyone's for themselves. Everyone's for themselves in this day and age. So that's interesting. But I don't know. And something even something about burden in this day and age. Because you know when it was like you were just trading off people. Like I was trading off my daughter to this man. And then we are growing. Mm. But like now it's like. The only thing you can trade is money. The more money you give people. The more they depend on you. The more they want from you. The more, the more, 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 more. It's people mm. never leave you alone. Not in a bad way. But it's like people start. Oh, we see the same blood of the sixth aunties. Yeah, that's the one. You know, that's the one thing, man. You just don't. <laughs> You'll never see. So, give us a bit of your background. You know, 
how are you you know how you move from kenya and find yourself in the uk tell us oh, give us the five w's of the let me tell you experience in the uk let me tell you so what ha- happened was mm-hmm. hmm? in 2018 yes i finished my a level yes and i said i want to go to the uk uh, I got into my dream university, but it actually wasn't my dream university. I wanted to go to University of Nottingham, but they didn't have journalism as a course. Mm-hmm. So the next best, best thing was Nottingham Trent University. And at the time, they were one of the top like 10 universities to go to for journalism. And in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a journalist. So did that whole application with the help of, is it called UNICEF? Mm-hmm. UNICEF helped a lot. And then... Moved to the UK, got by myself, which is very scary, but it taught me independence. I remember, <laughs> remember, remember the airport, <laughs> and he was saying goodbye. I swear, I, I was thinking to myself, this is the day I'll see my father cry. He didn't cry, he just smiled sadly, and then there's me and you crying. <laughs> You know, you know, I think after you did that, he carried that same energy to South Africa. <laughs> Because I kid you not, I kid you not. This man drops me at school, we go by uniform, then he drop he, he leaves me with my kid, that's now my new Kenyan friend. Then he looks at me, I look at him, he goes, he waves. Then he's off. It's the wave. <laughs> and then twenty minutes later, no, it was like two hours later he's posting at Nelson Mandela Square. Much second himself on a holidays, even bought himself a book. He said see you. <laughs> Said, bye. He said, no, he was like, in his eyes, I could see there's nothing more I can do for you. I'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> so, I saw that in his left eye. I saw it in his left eye. He said, he said, you have uniform, you have books, here's your Kenyan friends. Bye. <laughs> this man, I kid you not, I kid you not, two hours is in, he's sending to the family group chat, Nelson Mandela's care. First of all, I'm asking, Nelson Mandela Square. We we're not from here. How do you know where Nelson Mandela Square is? And I was like, oh, so then he's sending pictures where someone else is taking the picture. Who's taking these photos? <laughs> because it's Charles and me. <laughs> oh, but I feel like if he dropped me off at uni, he would have done that. I have a feeling he would have done that because you have longer with each other. But I remember the last few weeks we were just running everywhere. Like we're going here, then we're going there, then we're going here, then we're going there. It was hectic. But yeah, I remember us were crying, and then I remember I'm at the um at the in the airport at check in, and that's me, and I'm still crying. Passports? Hey, do you not have feelings? <laughs> Can you not see? I'm crying. I was like, where is your heart? Then they're like, give me your visa. Hey, what do you think I'm lying? It's here, not passport. I got on the plane. I'm still crying on this plane. <laughs> it was a long time. Okay. Then we got there. Then I got, I, 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 then I obviously I settled into university. So I studied journalism for three years, graduated. Then I said, that course was trash. Let me do something else. Oops. <laughs> let me do something else. So I said, let me do advertising and marketing. So I stayed on at Nottingham Trent to still do advertising at Nottingham. And I just graduated in December Mm. Uh, so I did that for two years and now um, I'm working I'm working on a skilled worker visa 
which I got by myself. Oh, that's all. Period. No one can sell me anything. I'm no. Superman. Excuse me. Super like soon I can in a yacht in Dubai. Soon in Dubai. I'm going to read you some statements. I would like to get your reaction or your okay. answers. Living in the UK is overrated. Yes. Why? When you think of it, especially for 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 students who who might have done the British system like me and you mm. obviously i took the route of thinking okay i've learned the curriculum that i've learned is basically what the british people learn yeah. so why don't i just move to the uk because it makes the most sense so i do that and then you as you arrive you start to see how there's like small microaggressions mm. towards certain individuals mm. and it's not like you know like when you go to america like they'll tell it to your face like yeah we don't want to be here like <laughs> we don't vibe Why? with you people like can you get out and that's like oh, no. yeah you've told it to my face i know how to move when i'm with you i know how to do certain things mm -hmm. but in the uk they're just like small microaggressions where you have to really deep your life and deep whether you want to want to fight this battle for yourself because a lot of people leave because yeah. they're like okay but clearly they don't want me here not simply because of the microaggressions, but also because you pay so much money, you, you, you graduate. Some people might want to go home or go to a different country, but some people might be thinking the UK is the dream place that I want to be. But the, the, they've made it so difficult for international students to, to, to start working here mm -hmm. simply because they think to themselves, ah, you know what, these people, they come, they take our jobs, they, 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 take, uh, they take our uh, health care, they take our women. Yeah? Huh? Like what's going on? <laughs> Taking our they take our men. <laughs> like what's going on? So like there's I think it's I think it's overrated in that sense. So if you're if especially if someone's at that stage in life when they when they're really deeping whether they want to, to go to a certain country, obviously the benefit of coming here is the fact that you the education will always be A star. Yeah. Like there's no question about it. Like you, you have some of the best lecturers in the world, depending on what university you go to, mm. who are able to teach you, and you'll you'll know you'll finish your degree. So that's the benefit. Like you'll know that you have that freedom that you wanted, or whatever it is that your reason is to move here. But then there's also the downside that they don't like to advertise, which is the what now? <laughs> like what now? As soon as you graduate, I think it's overrated in that fact. But even being here for long, I can now see that. More people are not coming to the UK. They're moving to other countries because they're now starting to understand, you know, there is the same as there, but let me just go there because the vibes are better. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you do that. I don't even blame you. Live your life. Mommy, I looked at the UK and said, <laughs> it's not for me. There was mm -hmm. something about half of Kenya residing there. Yeah. I didn't know how I felt about it. Every day I see a, a, a Kenyan, and I just you know, I'll let's look at you. I'll go, mm, I know. <laughs> like, like, love you, Kenyans, but also at the same time, how do we get on a plane to go to another country for me to see the exact same people? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm so. You know, before it was the, it was the fact that you've been, you've done secondary school together, and now that you're going to, to experience university together. Mm. That's the exciting part. It's like, let's all just move to the same country and we'll have that freedom. We'll live together. Mm. When you move here, you're like, yeah, the ghetto. 
It's actually a ghetto. Mm-hmm. It's, sometimes it's not even growing tired of each other. Sometimes it's just realizing I'm very different to this person. There's not they've not done anything to to upset me, to do me wrong. It's just uh, like, okay, I like this type of vibe. They're giving me this type of vibe. I want to continue learning about what my vibe is. That's yeah. why I say some people are just in your life for season one. Yeah. Season two, there's new characters. There'll be, there'll be special <laughs> guest visits. <laughs> oh, from Dynasty, there's three crystals. You don't know how there are three of them. <laughs> but there's three. <laughs> there are three. The next um, statement, the weather in the UK isn't that bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this does this country know what it is to be hot and cold? Of course it does, because it doesn't know in between. Oh. Like tell me why I'm listening to the radio at work today. It's telling me tomorrow it's due to snow. No, the the degree the highest will be zero degrees. Sorry. Highest. <laughs> highest. <laughs> and then you have to start learning about how to take care of yourself. You have to take care of vitamin D, especially if you're if you're if you're a person of color like there's all these you have to learn how, how to do your hair because it's so cold your hair starts becoming weak and then when it's hot like there's no like nice temperature yeah. it's either today is negative two and then tomorrow it's 30 degrees like what yeah, happened it's already giving skin peeling <laughs> mm. but at the end of the day it's still better than other countries like so this is a negative 30 no thank you but one thing is real is seasonal depression. It will cut you. <laughs> you next. You. It will cut you. I remember the first time. No one told me on the flyer that the sun will be setting at 3 p.m. I'm not vibing. I'm like, wow, it's a bit dark, but it's giving summer. <laughs> you know, it's giving cold. But one day I just see, I see the clocks have gone backwards. Backwards? Who said the clocks can move forward and who said the clocks can move backwards? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and then again, now the sun is setting at three. Three? Um, I remember went to my to my flatmate and I was like, by the way, do I have lunch or do I have dinner? I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> but yeah, the, it is overrated. I mean, when it's, when it's hot and you can't sleep because the houses are built for the cold. Like, there's no air conditioning. Oh, yeah. So, so you're just telling hot. You about the mold guy. Guy, the mold. I, I used to see mold Kwanzaa in the bathroom. Every day I'm cleaning the, 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 the bathroom in the name of not having mold. I was like, see, I'll just die in this toilet. And you're telling the landlord, the landlord's like, yeah, just clean. What do you think I'm doing? Then they'll say, oh, I'll just send someone over. This person just comes and they do the exact same thing I've done. Like, come on now. Saying uh, they had such a bad mold, they had to take down the wall. I don't know what the he said, the wall. It's scary out here. That place, I don't know. Kenyans out of Kenya in the UK are more hostile than Kenyans in Kenya. Hostile, mm, you know, it just, it just depends on the people that you're with. I think a lot of people are like a lot of people are experiencing a certain amount of freedom. Yeah. When they move to university. So I remember there was a time like in first year, the first year of university. Mm. Tell me why we're going we're starting to drink at six PM mm. to continue drinking until six AM. Like there's no time to sleep because if you sleep you get a hangover. No. <laughs> 
So you just keep on drinking. There's no budget. Like there's no no button for that. (laughs) So like that that type of thing, and and you know a lot of people are coming from different from different backgrounds, like in terms of like money wise. Like some people can afford things, and some people just can't afford it. And you sometimes you can see how obvious it is in terms of the way. Like oh, I don't want to go out tonight. Why don't you want to go out tonight? Like what's wrong with you? Like like you will watch. Like that's when it becomes like, I just don't want to to go out today it might just be like i just personally i don't want or someone else might be uncomfortable they don't want to say listen man i don't have money (laughs) like it's all like i have to be smart about these things and you that's when you start to see the how hostile some people can be but like when it's back home everyone's like just good times like vibes and all that stuff but over here it becomes like yeah we you you have to drink you have to go out you have to do all these certain things and it's like oh my gosh and if you don't do it, sometimes you're seen as the outsider. Like, why is she not doing this with us? Mm-hmm. Until you have to realize, like, okay, I did it with you guys. I had fun. But now, for me, I might, my kidney. <laughs> hey, you, <laughs> my kidney. <laughs> Have you not seen that NHS price? <laughs> <laughs> the kidney. Gosh, like, let me be. I'm scared. But, but I think the advantage, so it's not always hostile, but it's also nice the fact that, especially when you move to a different country, mm-hmm. and you know there's so many people who are from back home, and you know you'll take care of each other. Like, that's the thing. Like, like you 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 know, like, and because you're you're all learning how to maneuver yourselves in the same country, mm-hmm. you're, you, you have to kind of stick together, and then you slowly branch off. Like, you'll always branch off. If someone tells you that you're going to be friends with the same people, you were with you were friends with in first year let me tell you the line <laughs> you're lying to you you will branch off and it's okay it's okay to branch off yeah be your own person live your own life no i like that uh the one thing i like about the uk that i see in my friends is like that level of independence because like you may come like one person may go to like glasgow then the next person is in here the next person is in i don't know london the next person is in somewhere else nottingham and like you can see everyone becoming like independent because I feel like in Kenya there is a very big group mentality. So I think it's very important that people go out mm. to the UK and become their own people. And then when we come yeah. back, we can be the group. But like that individualism is so important. I think a lot of people yeah. lack that. Not lack it, yeah. but like they struggle with being by themselves. You just want to be part of the trend. And sometimes it's important that you discover who you are as a person because I'm not the same person that I was in first year. These days I don't drink, yeah. not because I, I'm I'm telling you don't drink. Like if you if you if you're with me, you should not be drinking cocktails. No vibes, give me the cocktail. But like it's like nowadays I'm like yeah, I'll I'll prefer to like to have like movie nights or or we can vibe like we can go to the, have coffee and all these things. Yeah. And then compared to in first year, I was like, so where are we going? I was like, say less. What time? Midnight. I'm coming. <laughs> <You're pretty. laughs> I'll see you there too. It's okay. <laughs> but like now I'm like, what time? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. See, I could carry in my bag back to the UK would be doom. <laughs> there used to be one of my friends in my boarding house. She was from Zimbabwe. This baby used to come. The back of Zoom. There used to be six. <laughs> Put in a suitcase, or somehow she got it across the border. I don't know. 
<laughs> I just need doom. I remember one time I went to the to the shop and I was like, excuse me, do you have doom? <laughs> you was like, you was like, what the hell is this black child telling me? Talk about, do I have doom? In the name of witchcraft? What's that? I just had to say, you know, the the, the, the bug, the bug spray, the b- bug killer, she just looked me up and down. She was like, no, we don't have that. <laughs> Do you think that living? Do you think? Okay, I've realized that a lot of people, including myself and you, I, I don't say you too. You'll answer. Anyways, a lot of people when they leave just Kenya, I don't say Africa, just Kenya in general. Like a lot of people who didn't believe in anyone, God was never alive. They didn't believe in him. People are atheists. People are debating their religion. But the minute they reached there and came back, it was like the Holy Spirit. It was really inside them. And basically what I'm trying to say is so many people live and then become really religious. Or like, it's mm. like living makes them more religious. What is your opinion? Or what do you, personal story, you know? I think with me, mm. because I remember we used to go to church. Mm. And I hated going to church, let me tell you. Because I just wasn't understanding what the word was. Like, I wasn't understanding what it is that I'm supposed to be, like what my relationship with God is supposed to be yeah. at that age. So I was like, okay, we go to church. They say, okay, now the, the, the we're going to do offerings. Mm. I remember saying offerings, where are the offerings going? Like what, how does this have to relate to, to God? Like, like what is, it's not tight where I give my 10% mm. because it says in the Bible to give you a 10%. Like you, and I have, and these are all things that, I felt like I wasn't learning. I just remembered we were going to church for three hours. Why? I don't know. But we're supposed to be there. We shall go on for four hours. I five even. And I just remember thinking, okay, why? And then obviously in university, I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't go to church because I just felt like, one, where am I supposed to go? Yeah. And two, a lot of the, the, the churches that would like come up to me and speak to me, I was like, hey, this is giving weird vibes. Like, I just don't understand. But then after COVID, Mm. like after COVID, obviously there was so much, there was so much death and, and yeah, there was so much death and seeing the person I love the most also struggle with losing someone that meant so much to him. I, I remember I would like start struggling, like, oh my gosh, one day my parents will die. And I was like, and then what? Like, how do they get to, like, how do, like, are they going to heaven? How are they going to get to heaven? How am I going to get to heaven? How will I see them again? Mm-hmm. Like, well, how would, how are all of these things working? And I just remember thinking, okay, I just don't understand what it is that I'm supposed to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling very low and I was feeling also very depressed because by that time, for me, when I don't see you guys mm-hmm. for a year or longer than a year, I start feeling depressed. Yeah. It's not even about sunshine. It's not about like the going home can be exhausting. Like in terms of you're flying for like 12 to 15 hours. That's the exhausting part. But sometimes I just want to come home so I can be with you guys. And then we can, we can, we can just enjoy each other's company. So when I don't get that for a long amount of time, I start feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, even my accent. Where is it gone? I can't speak Swahili in this country. Going? Like, come on now. So... So that was happening. So those two things like made me so really sad. Until one day, someone, she was speaking to me and she was so lovely. Mm. 
she 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 basically held my hand and I did like a Bible course. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really able to to release this fear I had of I have of death because that's what was carrying me. I was like, what it is, what is it, what is it that I want to have by the by the time I finish my faith walk? Mm-hmm. Like not finish because you're forever learning about God, but who is God to me? Why do I need to know God? Like, and I was very embarrassed. The fact that I remember I didn't even know how to read that Bible. I was seeing some things and I was like, hey, 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 what is this? Like, what is this? Like, there's no one there to properly teach me. And back home, I felt like, and a lot of places, I feel like people just grab verses and then they say, this is for me. Mm. Huh? How is it for you? Like, what is this verse <laughs> for you saying? Yeah. So, so now, obviously, I do church. I do church. I, I'm, I'm very, very active in church. But that's because of my personal story and because. I was able to find a place where when I'm upset, I can talk to them. It's a community. And we, and it's not just about the people in church. It's the fact that I can actually understand the Bible for myself. Mm-hmm. Because if I if, if you can tell me about the Bible all you want, but if I don't know it, mm-hmm. then what what is actually happening? Like, how do you know? Like, do you understand the last chapter of, of the Bible? Do you understand Revelation? Do you see yourself in the Bible? kind of thing like do you like if i asked you where are you in the bible could you pinpoint where you are you can't say oh yeah when jesus was talking to these people no he was talking to those people where are you right now in the bible like where do you see yourself and that's something that i feel like a lot of people they need to be able to understand and also be able to understand what it is god is trying to tell you the only thing that god wants to do is to reconnect with his children mm-hmm. and i had to ask myself am i really a child of god or am i pretending to be a child of god yeah because even in in i think in, in the in in the book of matthew you can say yeah god god all you want mm-hmm. but if you're not doing what it is god wants you to do yeah are you really god's child it's not about what you want to do like oh yeah i want this job so I'm going to do A, B, C, D for this job and God will help. If he wants this job for me, it will work like that. Mm. How? <laughs> like, like you have to truly reflect what, if you understand what God wants, which is to reconnect with his family, how are you working towards that? Mm. Are you reading the Bible? I knew for myself I wasn't reading the Bible. I didn't even know how to get to John chapter to do what. Are you understanding, are you understanding like the book of Revelation for yourself? Yeah. Are you understanding what it means? And are you are you able to see how Satan and God how they are at war at this time? Eh. Why am I preaching? Hallelujah, praise God. Amen. Amen. I think for me, I I don't think I think in Kenya, like there was no one that there's no one that will sit with you. Okay, I don't want to say no one, but like. There's, it was always just you go to a big church and like yeah, what you're saying, like if you don't know how to navigate it, then you can't really have any belief because it's not personal. Whereas I think when I went to SA and I went to St. John's, I remember, um, I can't remember what the father's name was because St. John's is an atheist school. Not atheist, not atheist, <laughs> Anglican school. <laughs> Sorry. St. John's is an Anglican school and they have two fathers. Um One's called Tapelo and the other one is the one I like. I thought, I don't know why his name slipped my head. But he, he was so, like, we used to have chapel on Fridays. And, like, the way he taught the Bible, 
like before that if you told me anything about the bible even me i was like i like i <laughs> if you ask my muslim friend you know when you read even him will tell you there was a point where i also she didn't know what she was doing <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was for vibes there but yeah no the way he taught it it was like you know it was a new perspective it was personal it would be like a small group of us in chapel then i was like okay you see like okay I can get it, you know, I'm getting this religious thing. But then also on another note, I think for me, I had to lose everything to have enough to find faith. Because I think there's this quote that says, shout out, Chris Williamson. No, actually, Alex Hermosi, you know that guy. And he basically says, um, cynics get to be right and optimists get to be rich. Right, and it's basically that idea of like having faith versus having cynicism. I think I just decided like living with or believing in God or believing in something higher my than higher than myself is better than living without anything. Like I I, I can't imagine not believing in anything because it's like I yeah. love us problems, but I think I would. Yeah, because that. what is your hope? Yeah, that's what you have to start asking. Like, what what is your hope? Yeah, and then also the thing about like faith, like I think you're more. Like, for instance, like me, there's faith that I cannot do what everyone else is doing and still find somewhere because I know that there's a higher power that's leading me towards that. So it's like, I have faith to know that, like, whether it's going through a degree, whether it's going through who knows what or what or what, whether it's a podcast. Like, if you asked me two years ago, I'll say, ah, you'd have a podcast today, you'd be posting on the internet. Me. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have that level of faith to say, I'm going to post myself and do what I feel like doing and and that's what God has told me to do and I'm going to do that whatever anyone else says. Like a version of me before couldn't do that because I didn't have faith. I was hopeless. I'm going to sit in the church. People will be like, what's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) Amen! (laughs) We finished the word. What else do you want? This is a a very random question. And it's just because we grew up together. So I want to say, I want to ask you, this is a very random question. Actually, Mm. there's two more questions. Anyways, this one specifically is random. What changed Mm. the most about me when I went to SA, in your opinion, and came back? Depression. Depression. (laughs) Depression. It's like you packed it in your suitcase. Hmm? You said I'm going to carry this with me. through two borders. You said I don't want to leave it in the airport. They said, they said passport. I said, here you go. But no, it meant that you finish that part in your life because that, 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 that Elsie. I never want to see her again. Neither. I was given possessed. But you know, to be honest, it's possibly as possessed. Like me, I don't know what was going on. He was giving possessed. I was so concerned. But other than that, obviously after coming out of that, you're more. I feel like you're more determined. You know what you what it is that you want in life. You know how you want to navigate yourself. You're very. You. I know in this family we're all hustlers, but I think you've also like you're now seeing like hustling and more independent. Because obviously when you live away from home, you have to learn how to to live for yourself and also to take care of yourself. So I feel like I can also see that. And it's and you're not you're you're you embrace it and I think because you were able to embrace everything that's happened, it's now led you to this path where you have a podcast 
where you're able to let people know like this is this is this is this is this is like information for everyone who is living outside of Kenya or who wants yes. to live outside of like the nitty gritty because at the end of the day they can give you a pamphlet that says oh come here this is how it's like this is what you'll need but they don't tell you this is how you'll feel this is what will happen to you also, this will happen like, this is... like you know what I found very interesting I don't even want to say just about Kenya just people who travel and actually I think it's a Kenyan thing like we you go out of the country and then you'd think that like you believe that it has to be perfect that it has to it's like you've left perfect. kenya you like it's supposed to be good everything's supposed to work out and you can't speak mm. to your friends about it not going the way that i that you wanted it to go yeah you feel yeah. ashamed that it's not you feel what ashamed. you wanted it or what people believe because like i can imagine like especially when you have kenya friends because i was a, i think the first person or one of the first people out of the group to leave so like you can't now you're telling your friends who've never experienced something like that so it's like it, like they don't understand but then like for instance if i had spoken to someone else and they opened up properly and we actually mm. got to understand that like this is normal you know then maybe yeah. I wouldn't have felt so ashamed or so like yeah literally so ashamed or so silenced to a point where like you're just struggling by yourself but you don't have it doesn't have to be that way if someone is able to be honest with you from the beginning you would have known what you're walking into and then, it's not a glamorous life yeah and then also like that's the idea that like you can also you're allowed to come back because i also think people in like once you've gone abroad guys are like it's like you can't stay in Kenya for so long, guys. Are like, why aren't you going? Why aren't you? But it's like, okay, it's my choice. It's like the life outside. Whether I want to be in Tanzania, whether I want to be in South Africa, where because like people think South Africa is like, wow, South Africa. Even me, I thought when I went to South Africa, I was like, wow, this place is brand new. Wow, 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 wow. Then it's like, okay, there's power cuts. So I left my home where there was no power cuts where you know there was no xenophobia where there you know I, I felt safe i could walk on the streets and be okay to go to another country where there is power cuts there's insecurity i can't really i can't go to certain places because i sound different i act different if people realize i'm not from there that's my life it's not even a thing of like so it's like even same with america people think wow, wow, wow america but like some kenyans are literally like on the streets of america or like during covid when there were a bunch of kenyans on the streets of china and it's like, mm. you'd rather stay on the side of the road than come back because of that shame and that business of lying to each other about what it actually is like. Mm. No more. I've said so. No more. Mm. Honestly, and it's also important, not just for us, to, for you to be able to share with, with friends and family, but to also just share to people who are thinking of going. Like, it's not a matter of, like, I'm trying to, to scare you from going. It's like, I just don't want you to to feel the way I felt when I first arrived. And I was like, why did no one tell me this? Like, why did <laughs> like, why do I have to figure this out for myself? And obviously everyone's journey is different, but that's something like you should know. And also the fact of like going home, because even like what I said, like when I'm away from home for long, I start to feel, hey, I'm feeling depressed. Mm. Like I'm feeling like, like there's no hope. And that's because you're somewhere you're living somewhere which isn't your home you can try and make it feel as as homey as you want or 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 whatever but at the end of the day there's always that thing about coming back home and let's not even lie to each other when we do go back home so we feel good you're happy you're with family or you're, you're able to reconnect you're able to share stories but even the fact of just going home 
just to whether it's to work or to start a new journey like everyone's journey is different like you shouldn't feel shame in terms of going back home like my journey is different to your journey your journey is different to someone else's journey and a lot of things come into play but you shouldn't be ashamed and i feel like with now with this generation and these people it's better to just open up because you learn that oh yeah it's not just me it's not just me feeling like this like yeah. this other person is feeling like this like i shouldn't feel i shouldn't feel guilt for the fact that i've been able to 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 move obviously it's it's you should be blessed you should be grateful that you've had the opportunity but also like sit in your feelings if you're feeling like i today like <laughs> yeah like today i'm just like not happy to be here it's, there's nothing wrong like even when you go to someone else's house whether it's back home like you go to someone else's house but like 5 p.m. you're like, I'm I'm ready to go. Home. Yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay, let me go. Like I don't want to go to the club. I don't want to. Me, I just want to do me. You know, let me do me. You do you, and we go. Yeah, and like it's just important to just know that everyone's journey is completely different. Like you, no one is ever going to walk the same path as someone else. Yeah, but and person... and if you do, yeah. you're trying to be a copycat. You just don't lie. Just say that you don't fell agree. down when this when this person continued running. Just say you fell down. It's I okay. to pick yourself back up. It's and then okay. when that other person falls down, just remember you continued running. Like it's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. But you know, also one of my biggest missions is also just like to make this is my mission to my life mission to make thank God to make the missions to make the lives of other people better. By stopping the silence. Because I think the biggest thing about Africa is silence. Like, we just have this culture of silence. Like, the other day I was reading about... I was reading about HIV and AIDS. Because I realized no one actually teaches you the nitty and gritty about certain things. Like, there's a lot of things people don't teach. Um, and yeah, that silence... Like, me, I'd rather have a society that people are... They are knowledgeable. Then, you know, you can make decisions. Rather than a society mm. where... Everyone's ignorant... And because of that ignorance, like there's so much that you would have just not had to expose yourself to of experience if you just knew. Like I don't think I don't think there's I don't know, I call it even sin. I don't think there's there's wrongdoing in knowing. Mm. If it's for your own safety. It's very important. It's very it's very, very important. It's very important what you're doing and it gives an a platform for someone to be able to come and listen and understand that yeah it's not just me and also learn learn even if you're not going to like the uk like you, if you're going to the us australia or anywhere just, like it's all relatable even just being in kenya like you don't have to go around yeah even just down the road even just down the road that's still valuable like this thing of even being, moving cities even, like kisumu to nairobi my friend they are two different distances it's like a different different it's like different vibe countries, literally <laughs> <laughs> it's literally two different countries have you have you been to kisumu have you been to kisi mm. I'm telling you this, like these things. Wherever you're going, it's just it's different. Anyways, my last question. I'm moving to the UK. What would you tell me? It's okay to be different, especially if you're a black girl and you're moving to the UK. And there's a lot of. I'm not saying it's wrong to do these things, but for the people who feel like they're different, because I felt like I was different. If you feel like it's a different culture. Many people are different. Everyone was raised differently. And over here, even aesthetically, there's like, there's like the way you dress, the way you talk, the way you navigate yourself, your makeup. Like if you don't, 
and specifically for people who've grown up in the UK, especially if they're black girls, like the wearing the wigs, the lace wigs, seven like, inch flat, girl, seven, nails done, yeah, hair done, nails done, done, everything done, edges laid, like eyelashes. <laughs> like it's okay for you to not fit into that category. Because I remember there was a time where I felt, oh my gosh, like I don't fit into this category, and I feel like I'm not being able to make friends with a lot of people who are who are black and and grew up in this country because I, I'm different, like I'm a different type of black girl. And just remember, it's okay, it's okay. You don't have to conform yourself to be an, another another image, or especially if it's something you're not comfortable with. Like me, I tried putting on a wig. See, I threw it away. Like I tried doing the eyelashes. I threw them away. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like I tried like I don't, I don't wear I don't wear a lot of makeup I tried doing it and I was like hey, this is a hustle like just it's okay for you to 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 one be different than everyone else you don't have to conform yourself to to fit into certain beauty standards and because of that you'll be able to find your people like don't ever feel like you won't be able to find them because you will be able to find them um and another thing I'll say is to learn as you're here like don't try to to finish your bank account in the name of blending in with everyone else. <laughs> unless you have like, unless you have a sponsor, guys, I don't know. <laughs> unless you have unlimited funds. Like just remember that you Which can learn how African to do things. African parents will not give you. Exactly. Just remember that you can learn how to sustain yourself. Like I do my own nails, I do my own hair. I do my own lashes. I do, sometimes I'm even sewing my own, not clothes, not from the beginning, but like I'll just like do all these things that, which which give me that moment where I feel like, oh yeah, this is luxurious, this is nice, but I'm not breaking my bank. Like you also need to learn how to, to, to sustain yourself and also do the things that you still love to do. And it's okay if you're not going every week you're, you're going to the nail salon. It's okay if you're not doing that. It's fine. Like don't worry, sweetheart. You still look good. And another thing is also to 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 not give up on your on yourself. Because it's very easy to come here and have the mentality that sometimes like like obviously not mentality, like you have that mentality like this is going to be easy, everything's going to be fine, I'm just going to do this and then I'm going to graduate. Like just remember <laughs> like just remember it's going to be tough and when people talk you down Sometimes it could be the other students. Sometimes it could be other international students who have a bias against you. Sometimes it can be the lecturers even. Sometimes it could just be random people outside. Like, no matter what someone says to you, just remember, yeah, it will hurt. You can sit in your feelings. Yeah, I'm a big person for sitting on your feelings. If you're not sitting on your feelings, why are you brushing over them? Sit on them. Feel it. Continue. Well, you want to okay. be like me in South Africa? Like... <laughs> Like, do you want to be like, huh? It was not looking good. <laughs> do, you, do you want my devil here? Do you want that version of depression to that different brain? Oh, no. <laughs> but yes, like, just, like, sit on your feelings. And then remember that you, you, you are here for a reason. You are given the opportunity to come here for a reason. Just finish that degree. Finish that degree. Get that job if you want the job. It's not even just for students. Get that. If you're coming for the job, do the job the best that you can. Because I, there's, there's one thing that I know is that an African Kenyan's work ethic is always going to be stronger than everyone else's. That's true. Everywhere. Like, you can't even tell everywhere. me. Any, everywhere. Because sometimes I'm doing the most basic things at work and they're like, oh my gosh, she's so, wow, she's so serious. No! Plan that you're, you're amongst the, 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 the fittest. And if there's something in your head that you, that you want to, like, fuel you, 
Like obviously, like me and Elsie, we have a list. We have a list. list. We have a list, and on that list, if something happens and we want to 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 let out anger, we're going to do something so we can cross it off. Like there's something to just yes. keep you pushing. If it's like if it's remembering something that someone said to you, and you're like, no, and you know what? No, that's not me. Yeah. Like do it for yourself, even if it means that in your head you're telling them, hey, hey. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you, you don't say it out loud. No, no. You don't say it out loud. You know in your heart. Thank you for having me. If there's another thing I need to say quickly, chop, 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 is please, if you're listening to Elsie's podcast, please stay around because the quality is amazing. The way she treats her guests. Obviously, I'm her sister. There's, I'm her favorite. And, and she's my favorite. <laughs> but there's no bias. And obviously... If if you if you truly think that no, if you know that you need to be able to listen or to be able to rant or to be able to relate to such content, I feel like this is the place that you need to be, especially at this time in your life. If you've clicked on this podcast, don't go anywhere. There's more episodes coming and there's many, many, many other episodes more behind. Interviews. Like don't <laughs> worry, more interviews are coming. Better content is coming. It was already great, but now she's going to give fantastic. Fantastic. You know? Next time even maybe to be you in the interview. You know, and then exactly, maybe do you, and then just keep supporting her content because it means a lot to her. And she shares, and she continues to share her life very openly with everyone that's listening. Just remember that um, one thing about my sister: when she was younger, she never shared, and you see what happened to her. So yes, just remember. She Again, my mission in life right now is to stop the silence because <laughs> because I've been there. Yeah. So her being able to speak up is one not just personal growth. But it's also allowing everyone else to have the platform to come and listen. But yes, and another thing that I will say is if you do move to a different country, just know your accent will set, it will change. Hallelujah, amen. You'll be doing code switching. That's it for me. I see you. Love you. Thank you for Bye, coming. Man. Love you. Bye, Bye everyone.